Drivers, start your engines! It's time for the fastest hour of radio. Southern Race Week with your host, William Barber. Well, every single week in and week out here on Southern Race Week, I, William Barber, a.k.a. WB, uh, and my good buddy, Alfie, try to do everything we can to possibly entertain you, get you up to speed on everything you need to know on the insides, the outsides, the behind the scenes, the scoops, the lies, the rumors, the gossip, and everything else on what's going on in the world of racing. If it's got four wheels and sometimes two, we cover it right here on Southern Race Week on Southern Race Week Radio and Southern Race Week Podcast. If this is your first time, welcome to the program. Tell your family, your friends, cousins, neighbors to like us, share us, and uh, hey, make sure you're here every single weekend or week out and make sure that you uh, like our podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we couldn't, you know, we, we're, we're just a one element of this program. The real brains behind the operations is the man, the myth, the legend. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my main man, Alfie. Alfie, how are you doing, brother? I'm doing great, WB. Glad to be with you yet again this week on another exciting episode of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the podcast, which you mentioned is available for you every Monday, and we encourage you to subscribe to that podcast on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud, because then when we post the latest edition of the podcast, you always will get a notification that it's up and ready. So we appreciate all those loyal podcast listeners who tune into the podcast every Monday when it's uploaded, William. And man, I got to tell you, the podcast, the listenership is getting bigger and bigger on the podcast, William. So we really appreciate all the loyal fans. And not only listen to the radio program when it comes on your local race and station, but also checking out the uh, podcast as well, William. So uh, glad to be back with you again. You're looking sharp today, looking good there on the old uh, Food Depot Zoom line there with the picture of your dog right there behind you and, and all of that. What, what's the name of your dog again? Mofo, right? Or something like that? Yeah. Musa Mofo Barber. He's on Instagram and on Facebook. And uh, that's a painting, abstract oh. painting of it. Wait, wait a minute. Your dog has an Instagram page? Yeah. Instagram and Facebook. Musa Mofo Barber. Musa Smith was a famous football player for the yeah, for UGA. And, uh, you know, Musa Barber is his name. We call him Mofo um, or Mo because uh, we have a bunch of uh, – we have um, eight nieces and nephews who are all under the age of 12, so we can't say the other words in front of them like that. So, you know, they go to school and they say – What's your What's your uh, uncle's dog's name? And they say Mofo, and uh, we get calls from the teachers and the school systems. But hey, uh, Alfie, I wanted to remind everybody that uh, not that we got a chance in a heck in a prayer, but vote.atlantamagazine.com. You're going to post up a link on the uh, Southern Race Week Facebook page and everything else, but they are taking votes at Atlanta Magazine for best local podcast. And we would like for y'all, we'd like to encourage y'all to go vote for uh, Southern Race Week. And uh, they also have a best radios DJ slash host. And uh, you can go on there and vote for uh, Southern Race Week there. So there you go. Or talk show host. And you can go and vote for, uh, you know, Alfie at Southern Race Week, 
are you going to vote for WB at Southern Race Week? I mean, you know, whatever. It's 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 all a great little thing. But Atlanta Magazine's got a little great competition going on right now called a uh, vote, and you can go to it as simple as vote atlantamagazine.com and uh click on the media and sports settings course alfie i'm sure will have a post to it and a link to it on the site so you can vote for southern race week we're trying to we're trying to get the you know trying to get the atlanta magazine people to know hey we're here we're 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 the few the proud and the brave that keep the uh the racing world alive in the home of where racing began that a lot of people don't even know at Hartsfield International Airport used to be a racetrack, people. It was not always just an airport. Then Lakewood Concert Area used to be a racetrack. It hasn't always been a concert venue, but hey, we keep the history alive. Anyway, all right, let's get to the guest list right now here on Southern Race Week. Right here, brought to you by Food Depot Grocery Stores. And, Alfie, you got a dynamic lineup for us today. Yes, sir. Another jam-packed show for you here on Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And in just a couple of minutes, we'll be speaking with NASCAR Cup Series driver, who's currently in the playoffs right now, Sheldon Creed. Then we'll be speaking with short track driver from Monroe, Georgia, Jake Garcia, who won himself a couple of championships at Five Flags Speedway this past weekend. And then we'll speak with the president, of Texas Motor Speedway, Rob Ramage, as the NASCAR series will be heading to Texas Motor Speedway here in just a matter of weeks for playoff racing. So those fine and fabulous guests will be joining us this week here on the Southern Race Week Radio Show, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Hey, this is Jamie McMurray, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Hello, and welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie, continuing on with this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, and we're honored and privileged to welcome our, our next guest here, joining us via the Food Depot Zoom line as we welcome in from an undisclosed location somewhere in the United States of America. Let's welcome in the truck driver in the Camping World Truck Series for GMS Racing, driving the number two Chevrolet. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Sheldon Cree. Uh, Mr. Creed, uh, thank you so much for taking time to uh, join us this week on uh, Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully you're having a nice day there, my friend. Yeah, man, thanks. It's going. Had a good bike ride with the group earlier, kind of winding down doing some iRacing at home. So let's talk about what's going on here with you in the season. You're in the battle for the championship right now. You're defending your Truck Series championship this year. And one thing I've always liked to ask the drivers in the Truck Series, because your schedule, unlike the Cup Series and the Xfinity schedule, there's a lot of time where you have a lot of weeks in between races. So for you, do you find that as an advantage or a drawback to have weeks off between races, especially if you're coming off a good race and you got some momentum going, and then the next thing you know, you might have two or three weeks off before your next truck series race. How is that for you as a driver? Yeah, I mean, I find it more of a drawback more than anything. I think racing every week and just getting laps and, and whatnot, like Xfinity and Cup, um, I feel like it's it's tougher for us truck guys. You know, you might be on a roll with two three good weekends in a row and then you have three weeks off so it's just it's hard to stay in the groove and then say you have two bad weeks like we've we've kind of had two bad weeks and 
likely we get to go racing this week and then we have three weeks off again. So uh, it makes it tough at times, um, but I have my micro sprint that I've been spending a lot more time on and, and racing more. So kind of keep the off weeks and off weekends filled with that or, or try to at least, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to next year and, and being able to race more and just more laps, more stuff to focus on. You know, we get these breaks two, three weeks off and you can only focus on, on the same track so much. So yeah, looking forward to, to racing more next year. And when you have that opportunity, when you have a lot of weeks off between races, do you try to like go on vacation? Do you decompress? Do you do things or do you kind of, kind of stay in race mode where you're down at the shop, uh, you're having meetings with your engineers, your crew chiefs. Uh, how, how is that like for you when you have that kind of time off? Uh, I mean, yeah, sometimes, um, we had like a month off in the middle of summer and was able to go home for a couple of weeks and her back to California and visit family and, and see everyone. But it's, I don't know, it's kind of a double-edged sword. It's kind of tough. I like to be going to the shop every week and staying involved and, and just, just being there and then working out and working on what, what's next. So, um, I try not to spend a whole lot of time off of racing, right. Just trying to stay focused, just get away for, for a couple of days and then refocus for, for Phoenix and, and, uh, Martinsville. You're defending your championship this year. What are your feelings as you get set for these last few races? Yeah, I mean, definitely tough. Um, we went in like plus 20 to Vegas and, and had a really bad night with, getting involved in that wreck so uh that that hurt a little bit um would have been really nice to have just been a decent night there if we would have run top 10 and um would be looking good for for this weekend but uh you know if it was easy everyone would do it and, and it's certainly not as easy as it was last year i think we had so many points going in last year and and just was really consistent and and just knew what we we're gonna have every week where where this year i feel like the competition stepped up. Everyone's better. Everyone's trucks are better. Um, yeah, so it's it's certainly making it a little tougher, but um, just need to go and, and do our job this next two weeks. Now, we don't want to look too far ahead because you're still focusing on the season, but I'm sure you're excited for what's coming up for you next year. So tell me about the excitement of you getting ready to, once this season's over, getting ready for next year. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly haven't thought about it a whole lot, just trying to stay focused on this championship run and, what we do with GMS and, and everyone this year to try to defend our title. And, and if we can't do that, just end the year on a really strong note. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited and, and I'll probably get more excited as this, as it comes closer and, and, you know, after Phoenix, be able to start focusing on that and where we need to be fast in the Xfinity car. And, and would even love to run some races this year, if that's possible. I've, we've tried working on it a little bit, um, no answers yet, but, yeah, would, would love to go get my feet wet this year if, if possible on our off weeks. But, um, yeah, definitely just really happy with, with how everything worked out. I really didn't know what I was going to be doing next year. There was talks of going and running maybe a, a C-team cup car or, you know, going and running trucks again or um, just just didn't know where everything was at. And then everything kind of fell into place and, and now we're looking good. So, um, yeah, just really fortunate and, and excited to get rolling with that. Uh, still a lot of work to do this year. And at GMS Racing, they have such a great team over there, such a great group of guys and and, and your teammates and everything like that. Uh, for you to move on to the next level, how instrumental was that the team there at GMS Racing in helping you learn, develop, and move on to that next level? Yeah, huge. I mean, I went from 
like one full season of ARCA um, before going to trucks full time. And yeah, definitely had a, a bunch to learn. I was kind of fast the first year. I just made a lot of mistakes and just either would be really fast and then crash or I just didn't know what to do with my speed, honestly. And then uh, last year, I just kind of buckled down and, and if I'm going to be good at this and, and stick around and be a guy that it doesn't go home after a few years i'm gonna have to start winning some races so uh yeah just just i don't know just was more intentional last year on, on where i put my effort and uh what i did and, and our trucks are really fast last year so um that certainly helped but um yeah it's been great it's been an awesome three years um i don't know if i don't know if i really wanted to go anywhere else um obviously kbm has really good trucks dgr is getting really fast front row uh, with todd and and the horse board just ran one, two, three, four at Vegas. So um, there's four or five really good truck teams right now. And uh, yeah, GMS has just been great. If I were to do it all over again, I'd probably go back there. I feel like KVM or, or other teams just kind of, you know, throw you in the, in the deep end and, you know, if you can tread water, then, then you live and you survive and you go on and, and, you know, other guys get spit out. So um, yeah, just been great with, with Chevy and, and Josh Wise and and all that, I had to be developed a lot, and I feel like I still am. I still make little mistakes here and there, and and cost us some races. But um, yeah, just just good with the with the whole situation, and and it's been a good three years. Now, uh, Mr. Creed, if our listeners want to keep up with you on social media, follow you along during the rest of this season and into next season, uh, where can they go to keep up with you socially, and uh, so they can follow you around, and see what's going on with you. Yeah, Instagram and Twitter. Um, I pretty much run all that. It's just Sheldon Creed at Sheldon Creed. Um, Facebook, same thing. I have a personal account and a fan page. I post on both of them, mostly the fan page now. Um, and then there's also updates and whatnot um, on the fan page. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not super huge on on everything, but I try to post pretty regularly. And I don't know, I don't get caught up in the whole social media thing which uh i should probably get better about because that's kind of where our world's going these days but um yeah i mean that that's it i've been trying to stir up the twitter world more nowadays it's it's kind of fun seeing <laughs> everyone's so sensitive on there and and everyone has an opinion which is which is fun um so i try to just stir it up and and cause a little conversation um you know sometimes i i post stuff knowing that um yeah, I'm probably going to get some backlash from people that aren't fans and, and fans will like it. So, um, yeah, it's just the world we live in. And, um, yeah. Mr. Cree trying to poke the bear there on the social media world. I like that. I like that, Sheldon. Once again, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. So we're looking forward to seeing you uh, take on the next generation racetrack there at AMS in the Xfinity Series next year. So thanks so much for taking the time. Yep. Thank you, guys. This is Larry McReynolds of NASCAR on Fox. And you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right. Welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie. Continuing on with this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. But we are very honored and privileged to have our next guest joining us here on the Food Depot Hotline, not only going to Five Flags Speedway and winning one championship, but winning two championships. He won the Blizzard Series and the Southern Super Series Championships down at Five Flags. So let's head on over to the uh, Food Depot hotline and welcome in from Monroe, Georgia, 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Jay Garcia. Mr. Uh, Garcia, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Congratulations on winning two championships at Five Flags Speedway. Hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, of course, uh, Mr. Garcia. You went into Five Flags Speedway and uh, took yourself home a couple of championships, the Blizzard Series and the Southern Super Series Championships. Now, we know drivers can go in and win one championship at a certain track, but you, my friend, one of the few people I've ever met, or have known to win two championships at the uh, same track. So tell us about that great weekend you just had at the Five Flags Speedway. Yeah, so uh, last weekend was the final event for both the Southern Super Series and the Blizzard Series uh, championships. The Southern Super Series was uh, 11 races at all different racetracks, and then the, the Blizzard Series was four, was four races at uh, Five Flags. So uh, Saturday was the finale, and, uh, you know, we did well enough in both of them to uh, get the championship. It must be very exciting for you. I mean, like I said, uh, you know, normally don't go into one track and take home a couple of championships, but you were able to do that. Uh, tell us about the races. Tell us about your car. And uh, also, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of great people you want to thank for helping you out because it's not uh, cheap to go out here and, and do these races week in and week out. So uh, tell us about uh, the great uh, support system and staff that you have that's backing you up uh, week in and week out as you go out to these tracks and race in these uh, different series. Yeah, so uh, Ricky Ricky uh, set up my – Ricky Turner set up my car, and, um, you know, he, he does a great job. We had a really fast car, uh, qualified on the pole, and led, like, the – I think it was the first half of the race, and then um, fell back a little bit, but ended up finishing sixth. So, so uh, a pretty solid run, but um, obviously gained enough points to uh, – to win the championship. Now, uh, I'm sure you had a lot of great competition out there, both in the Blizzard Series and the uh, Southern Super Series as well. Uh, any of the drivers out there who really gave you a bit of a, a challenge and made you work really hard to uh, to win these championships? Yeah, so uh, it came down to the wire between me and uh, Stephen Nassie on both of them. Um, in the Blizzard Series coming in, uh, I was leading him by, uh, I think it was four points, and then I'm um, in the Southern Super Series Championship. Uh, I was trailing him by about 14. So, um, you know, I know what I need. I knew what I needed to do to uh, to get the championships, and you know, I needed know I needed to beat him. And, and qualifying on the pole helped out a lot. I got five bonus points for uh, for doing that. So, um, you know, it just really really helped it out a lot. And uh, I ended up, uh, you know, in the race finishing good enough. He had an issue at the very end, and uh, you know, it helped me. Uh, that that just kind of helped me, uh, you know, solidify the championship. Now, when you're going into a situation like that, when you know how many points you're ahead or behind uh, a certain driver and you're out there driving around, are you concerned about what the other driver is doing or are you more concerned about what you have to do to uh, just have yourself a, a great finish and go for the checkered flag and win yourself the championship that way? How is that communication going on with you or, or your spotter and and um, knowing where you, where you are and where the competition's at to uh, – understand as far as the points where you need to be well uh, you know either way you're still trying to finish uh get the best finishes you can so um you know i'm trying to focus on it a whole lot but um you know it didn't matter um but i i didn't uh, i don't think i was around steven the whole race so um you know it uh didn't really play a big factor into the race but um you know obviously it was a big deal for me to uh, win the win the championships 
Uh, speaking with Jake Garcia here, championship driver in the Blizzard Series and the Southern Super Series here on Southern Race Week Radio and the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. So tell us about racing at Five Flags Speedway. Uh, you've been on that track numerous times. It, you, obviously, you do very successful there. Uh, tell us a little about racing there at Five Flags Speedway. Yeah, well, Five Flags, um, you know, it's it's a, certainly a unique track. Um, it's a half mile with uh, really long corners. It's it's mostly corner, and um, and it's gets on the flatter side. So, uh, and and I don't think it's it's been a while since they've repaved it. So, um, you know, it's definitely got a lot of character, and it's uh, it's definitely a place you go to where you don't know what you're gonna get every week. You know, it it changes uh, changes every time you go. Now we're approaching the end of the year here, as we're in the middle of October. I'm sure you have a few more races under your belt that. You're going to be competing here over the next few months before the end of the year. So what are the plans? What What do you have coming up here as far as uh, your racing schedule for the rest of uh, 2021? Well, I think we're going to run the uh, the Winchester 400 and the, uh, the All-American 400 along with the uh, the Snowball Derby. So, you know, the three, three of the biggest races in super late model racing. And um, I think we'll probably have a couple races here and there along with that, but I'm not sure when they are. But we'll be at those uh, three big ones and looking to have some success in them. Now, the Snowball Derby, as you mentioned, one of the biggest events, that's one where every short track driver, I believe, wants to have some of the biggest names in NASCAR and the Xfinity Truck Series have gotten that championship. I know you've raced that race a couple of times and done very well. As you get ready for that race, what are your expectations? What do you hope to accomplish as uh, you get set for the Snowball Derby this year? Well, the Snowball is also in uh, Pensacola. And, uh, so it, uh, you know, it's a good track for me. Um, you know, I think as long as we, uh, as we execute right and don't make any mistakes, we should end up having a pretty good finish with the way we've been running this year, um, in Pensacola. But, um, you know, anything can happen, uh, down at the snowball. So you really, really don't know what to expect until, uh, I guess Sunday afternoon. Well, uh, Mr. Garcia, we really appreciate our t- your time. And if our listeners out there want to keep up with you as far as your schedule, what you have coming up, and uh, social media as well, maybe following you on Twitter or something like that, uh, where can they go to keep up with you and uh, your race schedule and how you are, uh, how you're doing in the in the racing world? Um, so they can they can check me out on uh, Facebook at Jake Garcia Racing, and then uh, on Twitter I'm at Jake Garcia thirty five, and uh, on Instagram I'm at Jake Garcia underscore thirty five. So uh, that's where they can check me out if they want to uh, keep up with any of my racing. Well, uh, Mr. Garcia, you've been a great friend of the show. We always appreciate it when you take time to join us on Southern Race Week Radio. Uh, Good luck to you in the rest of the season, and hopefully you can take home that checkered flag and represent the state of Georgia well in the upcoming uh, Snowball Derby. So thank you for your time, and uh, good luck to you for the rest of the season. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. This is Kim Kuhn from MRN, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Hello, and welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week radio network itself. We continuing on with this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast as we have another special guest joining us here on the Food Depot Zoom line coming us from his beautiful offices overlooking Texas Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in the Senior Vice President and General Manager of Texas Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Ron Ramage. You do the best intros, Alfred. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I'm honored uh, to be with you, and, and thank you all for listening. 
Oh, well, Mr. Ramit, we appreciate you taking the time to join us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. I know you're a very busy man as you get set to welcome a NASCAR nation here in just a matter of weeks to the Texas Motor Speedway for NASCAR playoff racing. So I'm sure you and your staff and volunteers are ready to uh, welcome in the biggest NASCAR fans from all around the world to uh, Texas Motor Speedway for some exciting racing action. We're so excited for the Auto Trader Echo Park 500, the cup race, and then the Andy's Frozen Custard 335 on Saturday at 2 o'clock. And I feel like the race is going to start this afternoon. We're so excited. We've got so many great activities that are fun, that are new, uh, that are unique, um, that I haven't seen in our sport and it's just going to be a wonderful time. I really hope that all your listeners get in the truck and come on, head my way. It's going to be a great, fabulous fall weekend. Now, as the COVID is a bit of a, a bit of an issue, things are starting to get back to somewhat of normality. A lot of tracks are opening up the facilities, having fan zones, performances, concerts, campgrounds are more open and available. So for your facilities, Texas Motor Speedway, as you welcome the greatest fans in the world to your facility what do you have set up for them as far as entertainment and things going on that they can take advantage of outside of just the racing that's going to be going on yeah outside of great racing we've got a lot of fun activities uh as you know uh we have a fan zone it's kind of like a state fair if you will and for us it's on the west side of the grandstand so when you park and you come in you're going to walk through it we are a very, very, very family-focused, fam family-friendly sport. If you think about it, the way we price the Xfinity, uh, the way we price the cup races for Xfinity, children get in free with an accompanying adult uh, for cup races. They're $10 a kiddo with a paid adult. Um, nowhere else in professional sports and and marquee events are you going to get that kind of deal we don't charge for parking and we allow uh, our guests and fans and family to bring in coolers and what that means is mom and dad can pack a lunch pack some drinks and and it's really helpful uh, for a family and I say that as a father of four children so in that uh, fan zone area for the first time ever at TMS we have a kid's uh, fan zone. And so what we wanted to do was design things that were more kid-friendly um, that will make the family experience a lot better. So we have face painting, we have balloon artists, and you're in Texas, so you got to Texas it up, if you will. So we've got trick ropers, we've got Western gunfight shows, uh, we've got all these cowboys walking around on stilts, uh, cowboy magicians. Uh, I mean, where else would you see that but at Texas Motor Speedway during a NASCAR race? Another thing that we're doing, we, we really want to focus uh, on our campers. And so we've tried to create uh, a variety of activities that they can do in the infield. And so what we're doing there is we have a old-fashioned uh, but big-time barbecue cook-off. I know our fans and I know our campers and I can get on my phone right now and call a few hundred of them. And knowing these people throughout the years, everybody loves to cook. And Alfred, 
you might think you make the best brisket and I might think I make a better one. Well, <laughs> let's let's get it on and let's see who's better, uh, Rob or Alfred. Um, so we have two types of competition. We have a sanctioned event. And so what I've learned is all these folks that compete in these barbecue competitions, they want it to be sanctioned so they can go to some big time show and earn points and kind of, because they do it year round, it's part of a series. So we have professional cookers coming in and, and they're gonna get it on and we're gonna judge chicken, ribs and brisket. And then there's people like me who can't even spell the word professional. Uh, but, but love to cook and love to grill and love to smoke out or smoke food and so forth. So for those uh, non-professionals, we've got ribs and brisket and um, uh, chicken as well. And so we're going to have a big cook-off. The, the reception from our community, our family has been over the top. So you're going to see a bunch of big time smoking rigs in the infield and a bunch of campers with smiles on their faces. And you're going to see my truck weighted down in the background, leaving with all the leftovers. Um, <laughs> so that is an example of what we're trying to do here at EMS. Saturday night in the infield after the Xfinity race at 10 o'clock, everybody loves KISS. So we got a KISS tribute band, which will be a lot of fun. A bunch of other activities in the infield. And then in the exterior campground from six to eight o'clock, we have a camper appreciation party. So Pit Boss Grills, we're gonna fire those up. We're gonna cook free hamburgers, free hot dogs. Coca-Cola's gonna be there. We're gonna give out free Cokes, and Dasani waters, and just have a fabulous time uh, with a concert. A bunch of different acts are performing. So what we're trying to do is create all those fun things beyond great racing so that when our, our campers leave, boy, they're tired, they've had so much fun, and they can't wait to come back. Well, uh, from what you said right there, I think NASCAR Nation is going to be very excited for a, a great weekend at Texas Motor Speedway. So we're speaking to the senior vice president and general manager of uh, Texas Motor Speedway, Rod Ramage. So uh, don't forget, October 16th, will be the Xfinity Series race, the Andes Frozen Custard 335. And then on Sunday, October 17th, the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500. And also, you'll be hosting the All-Star Race next weekend once again. So I'm sure a lot of fans will be excited to see the All-Star Race once again at Texas Motor Speedway. It's never too early to get tickets for that event. And also, you still have opportunity for tickets to check out the events coming up here in the next few weeks. So if our listeners want to get those tickets, campground sites or any information for the week race weekend uh where can they go to get that information sir so go to uh texasmotorspeedway.com or call 817-215-8500 or if you need to reach me call 817-215-8553 and you can email me at rramage r-a-m-a-g-e at texasmotorspeedway.com. Mr. Ramage, we always appreciate your time. You've been a great friend of the show. We look forward to talking to you again down the road, my friend. Alfred, as always, I love coming on your show. 
Thanks so much for having, or for having me and all that you do for NASCAR and Texas Motor Speedway. I can't wait to see you. Hey, everyone. This is Anthony Alfredo, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Well, race fans, we're about to wrap up this program, but don't forget now we are counting on you to go on over to vote.atlantamagazine.com and check out the link on Southern Race Week's Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. Check us out on, of course, Instagram, me at William Barber, a.k.a. WB, and on Twitter at uh, Alfie underscore 19, and then, of course, me at WB Radio Network. Now, you can find us on all your great podcast locations at uh, wherever you find your podcast. It doesn't matter. We're there. We're all everywhere. And, of course, uh, on the iHeartRadio app. Alvie, I got to thank you for another great guest lineup this week, man. The guy from Texas Motor Speedway seems to be off the chain, man. And also, William, uh, you failed to mention, but I want to let everyone know, of course, the Twitter page for Southern Race Week. You can follow us at SRW Radio. As you mentioned, I'll post that link on both the Southern Race Week Facebook page and Twitter page. But once again, thanks to our great guest, uh, the general manager of Texas Motor Speedway, Rob Ramage, for joining us. Also, short track driver from Monroe, Georgia, Jake Garcia, and Sheldon Creed, currently racing in the truck series for a championship. So uh, thankful for those guys joining this week and being a part of the Southern Race Week Radio broadcast. Well, listen, Alfie, we couldn't do the show without everybody tuning in every single week in and week out and letting their family, friends, cousins, and neighbors know about it. And as always, we want to uh, make sure y'all keep tuning in. But until next week, y'all do us a favor. Keep safe. uh, Keep it in between the lines. And we'll see you. I'm Alfie. Or actually, I'm WB. I'm WB. Oh, no, wait. I'm Alfie. Okay. And we'll see y'all next week right here on the Southern Race Week Radio Network.